This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. Um, I hope that you guys are all having a good day and that everyone in Texas recovered from the ice from last week. Uh, We're all kind of back to normal, got some rainy weather today, and I'm working from home. So um, just wanted to dive right back into our identity series with you. So I think the past couple of weeks we've kind of spent some time talking about just kind of defining identity and just kind of clarifying some things about how identity develops and how people are affected by experiences that they've had during their lives to just kind of contribute to identity development. But today, I kind of want to take it more into just the today, you know, the experiences that you're having today. And more than anything, I just I want you to think about why it matters. You know, it's, I think some people, again, like I had mentioned before, some people aren't really sure this whole identity thing is why it matters, how to really make sense of it. But for you, I want you to be thinking about why does it even matter? Like how does, how is it that your identity development even really makes a difference in your life today? Why should you care basically? And the reason that you should care is because Everything that you do, every decision that you make right now is a result of who you are, right? The way that you look at life, the way that you um, think about yourself, think about the people in your life, think about the world, that all is going to play a role in how you make choices and why you do the things that you do. And the reason that I want you to think about that is because so many of the decisions that we make, um, sometimes they're just not sometimes they're not great choices, you know, and we don't always know that until afterwards. We don't know until hindsight and we look back at something that we decided to do or something that we just, you know, did maybe without putting a lot of thought into it. And we're like, man, I don't know why I did that. I can't believe that that's what I, that's what I decided to do, or that's how I ended up doing that. And and then that sometimes rolls into, for people, it rolls into disappointment or just low self-esteem or some kind of, you know, a negative feeling towards the self. And that is so important because if you don't understand who you are and why you do the things that you do, then you're not going to have a lot of control over the decisions that you make today. You might be making decisions about things in a pattern of bad decisions. And it's not until later that you realize that you're doing that. And you don't know you're doing that because you're not really putting a lot of thought into what kind of decisions you should make and what kind of person you are and who you want to be and how you want to do things differently. So for example, you know, let's say that you have a tendency to date people that are, you know, maybe uh, not very respectful or kind of manipulative 
or discouraging in some way. And you enter into these relationships and you kind of just go through it and have some experiences that maybe you're like, "Mm, that's a red flag. I don't really like that. But then you don't really stop long enough to figure out that this is actually a problem and that you should be, you shouldn't be in this relationship. And then at some point you break up with this person and then you reflect and you're like, oh, that person was controlling. I don't like the way that they treated me. Okay, then you move on and then you go into another relationship and you somehow manage to get into the same kind of pattern. You might realize that you don't like these things, but if you don't stop long enough to think about why you don't like these things and what you might be doing to attract those kinds of people or what you might be doing not to stand up for yourself in relationships and have more confidence to um, be more, you know, uh, ask for the things that you want or just date people that are more respectful or tell someone they're being rude to you and that you're not going to stand for it. You know, if you don't stop and really make decisions based on those experiences, then you're just going to find yourself repeating the same habits or the same bad choices over and over again. And you won't know until some time has passed that this is the same thing over and over again. Some people go through life and never make that connection, never realize that they are doing something. They are making certain decisions that often lead to those outcomes that aren't great. And sometimes you could make all the right decisions and things still go wrong. That's just luck of the draw. Sometimes life is just difficult and you just have bad luck. But there are a lot of things that we can look at and say, well, if you know that this thing isn't good for you, then why do you continue to allow it? Or why did you continue to engage in a relationship with this person knowing that that wasn't the proper treatment of you or that you were allowing yourself to be with someone that was maybe not honest with you or you had this gut feeling that they were not good, but you ignored it, whatever. And so I'm bringing this to you because I want you to take a more active role in the kinds of things that you do, the kind of person that you are. And you've heard me talk about this before. I've talked about being in the driver's seat of your life. I've talked about, you know, making decisions because they're the decisions you want to make, not just because you're on autopilot. This is just an extension of that, but this is more thoughtful. This is about your personality. This is about your identity. If you are parenting a specific way and this style of parenting is not really working for you, if you don't have a good relationship with your kids, if the way you interact with your kids is very um, kind of full of conflict or just difficult, then I hope that at some point you'll stop and ask yourself, is there a different way that I could be doing this? Is there a reason that my kid and I aren't getting along or that we keep having conflict? Is there a reason that I yell at my kid a lot? Is there a reason why I don't always enjoy spending time with my kid? Whatever it could be, you have to stop and ask yourself, is there something behind that? Is it because of an experience that I've had? Let's say you had a difficult experience with your parent when you were a child, and maybe there's some trauma there or just some bad experiences there, memories. And as a result of that, you parent a certain way and that's not working. Let's say that you yell a lot at your kid because you got yelled at as a kid. Or you have a tendency to, uh, you know, I don't know, react really strongly when your kid makes a mistake. And you maybe had that happen when you were a kid. So if you're doing something that's not working for you, then at what point do you stop and say, okay, maybe there's a part of me that is doing this because of 
of a different reason. Maybe there's an unresolved unresolved thing or just a part of me that I didn't realize is is existing or is affecting my behavior. And sometimes we don't know until we ask people. You can ask someone close to you and say, hey, when I, you know, when you see me yell at our kid, what do you think? Like, I'm trying to understand why I do that. I don't like it. I don't know how to control it. Or, uh, you know, if you just ask, you know, if you're, if your spouse or significant others at some point told you, Hey, you're too rough with the kids, or you yell at me when I've barely done anything, or you have a, you know, if you have a bad day at home, you come home and you take it out on me. Those are things that you should pay attention to. If someone's trying to point out to you a behavior that isn't positive as a part of you just, kind of growing and continuing to develop your identity, you need to stop and look at those things and ask yourself, is there a reason that I engage in these behaviors? Is there a reason that I do these things? And could it have something to do with a deeper issue that maybe I'm not aware of or I'm not paying attention to? Because there are a lot of people that'll tell me like, oh, well, you know, my parents yelled a lot and that's why we yell. Okay, that is not an excuse. Like that's not a justification. It might be a reason, but it's not a justification for why you should continue to you know, perpetuate a bad behavior. And I've had lots of people use that as an excuse, those similar kinds of things. Well, you know, our parents were always hard on us when we were little, and so that's just how we parent. That is not an excuse that you need to be proud of. You need to look at that that's working. Now, if that works, if that parenting style works for you and your children, all right. I mean, I'm, I don't know your situation. I can't sit here and tell you that that's right or wrong. But if it is not working, if you have issues in your parenting or if your kids have behavior issues that you seem to have a hard time controlling or whatever, there is a problem in your household, you have to realize that you can change anything that you're doing and make it better. But first, you have to ask yourself if something needs to be changed. You might not be a very self-aware person. You might have to listen to the people around you. Or you may have to listen to all the things I'm saying to you and just start asking yourself some very basic questions about your behavior and if it is if it's going well. And so, again, part of identity development, why are you doing the things that you're doing? Are you doing them because they are the best fit for you and your personality and what you've experienced and why you're here today? Or are you doing them because they're habits that you've picked up along the way or just Um, things that you've done for years and years and never thought to change. And yes, we have to be more self-aware of what we've experienced to see if our experiences could be affecting us in a negative way, but also we need to listen to our environment. If people don't get along with us, if people are telling us that we need, you know, we have these bad habits that they want us to change. And obviously don't change just because someone tells you to change, but you know the difference between some random person saying they don't like you and that you need to change versus your entire family having an issue with the fact that you yell at them or that you are aggressive or that, you know, whatever. And so it's up to you to take all of that in and really consider who are you and why are you doing the things that you're doing. And I see this a lot in, um, in people and, and it comes up so much in relationships and friendships because um, it's really difficult to, to make changes when you're in a relationship because you don't know where to start. You know, if you're in a relationship with someone or in a friendship with someone and there are some issues there, you're unhappy or you kind of determine that the other person doesn't treat you well, 
it's really hard to change that. You might just get in arguments and fights about it, but change is really difficult when you're in the thick of a relationship. So a lot of the things that people do to change are actually in between relationships. Some people can make great changes in relationships, but not always. And so what I've found is that a lot of the time, whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, if you are reflecting on a relationship problem, you have to acknowledge that you have to first start with looking at yourself. Is there anything you're doing to contribute to this conflict? And if so, what can you do to change it? But then we you know, try to hold accountable our partners or our friends who we're having these issues with and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm working on to fix myself. What are you going to do? Because this isn't working for us anymore. And a lot of people don't stop to do that. They just get stuck in that conflict phase because they don't know what else to do. And so when I get to talking to these people, I'm like, hey, okay, well, tell me about your relationship. And we discover that it's been like this for years. Well, okay, so you've had all these experiences of conflict in your relationship, whether because of baggage you've carried into your relationship from your childhood or just bad things that have happened between the two of you that's created this. Either way, at what point do you stop and say, why am I the way that I am? Why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Why am I in a relationship with someone who continues to treat me in a way that I don't want to be treated? So again, believe it or not, that's all part of identity because what you are standing for or what you are continuing to do is all part of who you are. If you continue to stay in a relationship that's not good for you, then you are choosing that and that then becomes a part of who you are. That is the relationship that you're in. Now, you might not like it, then do something about it. But you have to be willing to make changes within yourself and sometimes those changes will go really nicely with the changes that your partner is making And other times you grow apart or you're the only one making changes. And so the relationship doesn't work out. But either way, you have to be confident in that answer of why am I in this relationship? Why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Why do I behave the way that I behave? And what could be contributing to that? If it's, you know, if it's good stuff you're reflecting on, I think that's just as important to to think about too. You know, if you are... You know, if you have friends who are in awful relationships and then you look at your relationship and you're like, man, we don't have those issues, why? You know, maybe think about that. What is it that you do differently and be proud of that? And then maybe find a way to pass that on to your kids or to encourage your friends without telling them to be more like you, but just be like, hey, why don't you try this? Or, hey, you know, maybe you, you're too quick to judge or you're overthinking this and you need to work on that, whatever. You might be able to help someone, but more than anything, it's just good to know within yourself that hey, we're, we're doing well at this because we make an effort to be respectful of each other or whatever. But if you're doing something that needs to be improved, please stop and think about what that could be because who you are affects what you're doing and vice versa. What you're doing affects who you are. You know, I've had people tell me that they are, you know, they're super sweet at work and everyone they interact with, their friends, their family, everyone loves them and talks to them, opens up to them and thinks that they're the kindest people. But then at home, they can't understand why their families, their family members don't talk to them and they don't want to spend time with them later to find out that, that person's not kind to their family. They're kind to everyone else, but they're jerks at home and they're not respectful and they don't really make an effort to be 
kind and spend quality time. They're just not nice. Well, just because you're nice to everyone else and everyone else likes you doesn't mean that you get to say you're a nice person. If your family doesn't like you or your family has an issue with the way you're behaving, then you need to reflect on that. Maybe there's something wrong in your family situation and you shouldn't be there. I don't know. Or maybe you need to change the way you're behaving in your family because this is a big deal. And that's, you know, I've had people tell me that they don't, you know, they don't have anger problems. They're just, you know, only with this one person, they yell and scream and throw things. Well, okay, that's a problem. It may not be applied in 95% of your life, but if it applies in 5% of your life, that's still a problem. You need to stop and think about why you might have an issue in that particular situation or with that person because that ultimately is a part of who you are. You are like that for a reason. Now, if this person brings out the worst in you, you still are obligated to yourself to figure out why. Is it that you just don't know how to walk away from certain situations with that person? Do you need to learn how to not talk to that person? Whatever it is, you are still responsible for your part And you need to figure out what you need to be doing differently because no matter how smart, small a part of your life that negative behavior is, it's still a part of your life. Now, I'm not going to say that all those things define us. I think sometimes we make mistakes and those mistakes don't define us as people. But if we continue to repeat those mistakes and those mistakes just become a way of living and the way that we behave, then yeah, that's going to get to a point where that kind of defines you until you start really actively and intentionally changing that behavior. So all of this is to say, I want you to be in the driver's seat of your life. Your identity, your personality, the characteristics that you have, your values, all of that, that is in your control to do better at, to change, to have to be a happier, healthier person. I mean, however you want to look at it, it's 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 yours. If your goal is to be happier, you can control that. If your goal is to have better relationships, you have a certain amount of control. Not 100%, but you have more control on that. You just have to decide, are you doing what it takes to be the kind of person that you want to be, to treat people the way you want to treat them, um, to, to just be seen, the, like present yourself the way you want to be seen. If someone still doesn't like you, oh well. But be the kind of person that you want to be and make sure the way you're treating people reflects who you, feel, who you are, who you feel you are. And if you have no desire to be a better person, that's up to you, but you can't be mad at people for distancing themselves from you. You can't be mad at the people in your life that maybe don't want to be around you or have conflict with you because you're not doing your part. And all too often, especially, I mean, any therapist will tell you this, we have a lot of people that come into our office who want us to fix a member of their family. Hey, fix my kid. My kid has a behavior issue. Or, you know, I need you to work with my spouse. I don't even need to be in these couple sessions. They need to be here by themselves because they have a problem. doesn't work that way. You take care of yourself because rarely... Do those people have these perfect identities or live, you know, way of living that would kind of make us say like, oh yeah, you're great. Let me work with this person. No, hundred percent of the time. I, I look at that person and I'm like, oh boy, I see all the things that I wish you would work on before you even sit here and try to tell me the things this other person needs to get better on. 
And that's usually just how it goes. So don't be that person, you know, don't be the person that's constantly looking at other people in your life and wishing they would change or expecting them to be better because you have things to work on too. We all do. And if you are doing all the things that you need to be doing, then yeah, you can sit down and have conversation with that other person and say, listen, we need to work on this together. We need to go to counseling here are all the things I'm working on. Here are the things you've told me that you don't like about me. And here's how I've changed that and made it better. So now let's, what are you, you know, what are you going to do? Because you've told me to stop yelling. I don't yell anymore, but you still yell at me or whatever the example is, you know? So that's when you can sit and actually ask the other person, you know, hold them accountable. But until you are really working on yourself and, and hear what I'm saying, I'm saying working on, not fixed. You're never just going to be perfect. You're not going to get to the point where you're like, all right, check, I'm done. I'm, I'm perfect in every way. No, you, all of us, we're a work in progress, but there are certain things that we have to dedicate more attention to, focus more on it because it's a bigger issue that needs to be resolved more, you know, maybe more quickly. So we're going to focus all our energy on this and then we can move on to other things. But regardless, like, You've got to work on you. You have to be mindful of how your identity, your personality is impacted by the things around you. And then you have to do your part to continue to grow and be better. So if you're not sure if this applies to you, I'm telling you it applies to all of us. We all have things that we need to work on. Look at, just ask yourself, how am I doing in my relationships with friends, with significant other with my kids, with, you know, the way I talk to my kids' teachers, the way I talk to my coworkers, the way I talk to the cashier at the grocery store, like, is the way that I present myself, the way I treat people, am I constantly bitter about other people? Am I constantly complaining about other people? Okay, well, then that's something you need to work on. You need to work on maybe being more positive or figuring out if maybe you are part of the problem that you are negative and you are disrespectful towards people. Or maybe you need to look at, you know, if in those relationships there are, there is conflict or there are people saying, hey, I don't like it when you do this. Listen to that, work on that. So we all have things that we can work on. This is part of identity development. And if there's something that you know you've done and repeated maybe certain patterns, really, really, you need to stop and think about what those are because there are things that you can do to break old habits or to break patterns you didn't realize you maybe were engaging in that weren't weren't serving you very well. So, all right, I'm going to wrap up there. I hope that helps you think about yourself and your identity, and I will see you next week. All right, thanks. Bye.